The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Jesus came to a Samaritan city called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us the well, and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give them will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you're right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father seeks such as these to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When He comes, He will proclaim all things to us. Jesus said to her, I am He the one who is speaking to you. Just then his disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with the woman, but no one said, what do you want? Or why, why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. 
She said to the people, come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, surely no one has brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say four months more and then comes the harvest? But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony that he told me everything I have ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world, the gospel of the Lord. Lord Jesus, may your words come to life today in my speaking. Amen. My life will never be the same. Listen to me, please. Do you hear me? My life has been forever changed. You see, I met a man, but, but wait just a minute. You have to understand something about my life, about me, about who I have been and what I've done. But by the looks of some of your faces, some of you already know me, or at least you think you do. I know who I am. I know what I have done to earn the disdainful looks, the contempt that you have for me. I know the sinner that I am. But you see, I used to be a lot like you, like you women who look at me with such disgust. As a young girl, I had hopes, I had dreams. I imagined my life with a man who loved and protected me. I imagined having children and living the kind of life that many of you live today. But it was not to be, at least not for me. You see, there were men who used me, who abused me and then walked away. They threw me away like yesterday's trash. But I learned. I learned how to manipulate those men, how to use them. You see, I had to, because I had to learn to survive. Some of you, 
some people actually think that I've thrived through this life that I've lived. Yes, I allowed men to use me, even abuse me, for money. But it has proven little more than an existence for me. Do you know what it's like to be shunned by everyone you meet on the street? Do you know what it's like to have people whisper behind your back? To have no friends, no women to talk to? No one who loves you or even cares enough to listen to you? Well, I want you to listen to me now, to understand what's happened to me, because I will never, never be the same. It started out like every other day. I was alone again, and I was on my way to the well to draw water. But I don't go early in the day like most of you. It's just too painful being ignored, listening to the whispers and dealing with the condescending looks I get. So I wait until midday, and it's so hard because it's so hot by then that carrying my water jug is all I can do. But there's seldom anyone at the well at this time of the day, so I can draw water without being tormented. But today was different. There was a man sitting at the well. I saw him from a distance as I approached. I thought, oh, a man, but he's a Jew, and not anyone I've seen before. At least he won't know me. A Jewish man would have nothing to do with me, a woman, a Samaritan woman. I can just draw my water and be on my way. I tried to ignore him tried not even to look at him. But then he spoke to me. This man, this Jewish man, spoke to me, a woman, a Samaritan woman. My first thought was, he was like other men who had spoken to me, men who knew me, men who simply wanted something from me. But he asked me for a drink of water to drink from a cup that I had touched. I didn't know what to say or do, but somehow, somehow this man was different. His voice, there was something in his voice, not demanding, not overwhelming, but with a sweet authority. I know that sounds ridiculous, a sweet authority, but I couldn't help but ask him, why he would speak to me. You see, it just isn't done. No self-respecting Jew would talk to a strange woman, much less a Samaritan woman, not to mention even touch or drink from a cup that she had touched. And he said the strangest thing. He said, if I knew who he was, that I would be asking him for water. He talked about living water, about giving me living water, water that would satisfy so that I would never be thirsty again. I didn't understand what he meant, and I'm not sure I truly understand now, but I think he was talking about more than just water to drink. I didn't know how to respond to him, 
but his authority was so obvious, but not like the arrogance that I've heard from the leaders in the temple in Jerusalem. Something told me I just knew he had to be a prophet. Then he looked at me, and something told me he knew. He really knew me and all that I had done in my life. He saw me in the utmost absolute truth. But there was no condemnation, no disgust. His look was full of compassion and an understanding that I'd never experienced before. Then he told me that he is the Messiah, the one that we have all been waiting for. I wanted to doubt him, and I questioned for a while, but now, now I realize he was speaking the truth. I wanted to stay with him and ask him so many questions, but his friends came back and joined him, and I started to run away. But before I did, I realized I hadn't told him my name. So as I started to tell him, he whispered something I will never forget. I was so overwhelmed by what he said that I didn't even pick up my water jug. Suddenly, it seemed as if nothing else mattered. I told many in the town about this Jesus, the Messiah, and they too have talked with him, and now they too believe. Listen to me, I have no misconceptions about who I am and who I have been. First, a Samaritan, not one of the chosen people of God. And I know who I have been and what I have done. I have carried this guilt and shame with me for so many years. It has created a sort of prison that I've lived in, a prison of my own making. I never thought I could break free of this life, this life that I've led. But this Jesus has freed me. He's given me back my life. But no, not my life. He's given me a new life. He's washed me clean. Maybe that's what he meant when he talked about living water. Water that will provide eternal life, he said. I keep thinking, he chose me. Do you know what that means? He has made me a Samaritan woman acceptable. So now it's my turn to choose him. Although he's not with me now, somehow, somehow I still feel his presence as though he was still here with me. I can't shake this feeling of freedom. I don't ever want to lose this feeling, this knowledge that I am free, that I am washed clean. I've even started to pray again. Imagine a woman like me daring to pray to God. It's been so long since I felt worthy to pray. But I can feel, I can feel that God's pleased that I've been washed clean. That's what's made it possible for me to pray again, to speak to a father that now I know loves me, 
when I thought I was unlovable. By the way, do you want to know what Jesus whispered to me as I was leaving? He said, I know your name, but today I call you Ahuva. Ahuva means beloved. Imagine me, beloved. I've never been called beloved before. I've never been felt beloved until now. So how about you? Are there places in your life that are still hidden in darkness? Places that you keep imprisoned in guilt and shame? If there's freedom for me, then there's certainly freedom for you, no matter what you're dealing with. If I can become beloved, so can you. So come with me now. Let me introduce you to this Jesus so that you too can decide for yourself that you may be washed clean with his living water. Come, you too will find a new life with Jesus. Amen.